0: you. Mm-hmm. Right, I think so. <laughs> yeah. You mean the burpee workouts? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Get a lot out of those rotten
1: it
0: yeah. Build your immune system. <laughs> my so, like as a coach, my biggest thing with cherry picking beyond just like people missing in fitness, they're missing certain aspects. It's like kind of a bigger psychological issue. Yeah. Than just like are always. Avoided. I don't like burpees. It's no. you, you don't like doing anything that you don't like doing. Right.
1: What I find is, is even. Uh, what's even more punishing with cherry picking is that people tend to gravitate away from the thing they need the most because of that. It might be m- monsters of squatting, but then they come along and they have some whatever, some gymnastic stuff. And they'd be, even though that's their weakest link, and that's what CrossFit is about, is developing well roundedness, then they're always going to be deficient in whatever they're staying away from with cherry
0: picking. I think last episode you brought up like the, the running thing, right? When you were new to CrossFit, you knew you could like, it was some type of gymnastics maybe muscle up and running. Oh, yeah. So you'd be like stoked to go on days like that. Yeah. So you're like, all right, I'm going to, I'm definitely going to smash this one. Well, I, I know one of the quickest ways to ensure an empty gym is to program a 5K. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, want
1: a break yeah. for the day?
2: We've done that where we we secretly programmed a 5K. So yeah. we did like some... You know, fun bubblegum workout with sit ups and, and whatever. And uh, and then when people showed up, we we're like, oh, it's actually exactly. 5K. And we had <laughs> yeah. everyone break was like, their hearts. Yeah. yeah, Everyone was pretty cool about it. And like we said, you can't tell anybody. But yeah, there, I think there was one or two people that got legitimately pissed. Didn't they? And they like, oh didn't
0: have their camel back on. Right.
2: <laughs> Wrong shoes. Well, I get the shoes.
0: I guess that could be like contentious, but. Yeah. And I'll, I mean, I, I really respect members who show up who I know don't check the programming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like people are like, what's on the docket today? Like right. 5.30 in the morning. They're just, I just, there's a, they're there just is, here to do what's yeah. on the board, you know? There's some, you know? There's some admiration to be had for that. But however,
1: I like to check the programming personally for myself so I can prepare for it the right way. Like if I'm doing some mobility the night before or whatever, then I've... I've done the, uh, some mobility that can perhaps be tailored to what I'm going to do the next day. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess like the opportunity to cherry pick as an athlete is only there if you like our gym runs like a week out as far as what the, the athletes can see. Like we know much longer in advance, but they can see from, you know, Monday to Sunday what's planned. But there's, I know there's other gyms where it's like that night, they yeah. get the workout and the likelihood of you like, Changing your schedule because of that is probably smaller. Yeah, right. So, I, do you think there's pros and cons to doing it that way?
2: Yeah, there. I think we used to do it where you, it posted the night before, like like at seven thirty or something. Yeah, and like
1: main site, yeah, to do that. I think so. Yeah, daily.
2: Yeah, and it was it was. There's pros to that because yeah, like you were saying, it's harder to cherry pick because maybe you've already made your plan for the next day and all that but yeah i think having the week in advance is nice because then you can you know a plan your week if you need it where yep. adjust
1: fire um, your schedule yeah
2: yeah and then um yeah also like seeing the week for me if i'm like oh, i really want a strength day and like if it was you know if it was just posting daily it's like oh it's not a strength day another another day that's not a strength day whereas if you're like i know it's coming on thursday i'll i'll deal with the uh, burpee workout on monday or whatever
1: if it is something that you dread then psychologically prepare for it right i mean that has some merit to it too and in a perfect world i would hope that if people cherry picked if they had let's say they had four days a week they could work out they'd cherry pick in the other direction they'd be like okay i'm really good at squatting I don't need squatting I'm just squatting is a classic example of I think what people want to go to sometimes, yeah, but then they they know they need to bring up their other stuff that they're not so they're not so um optimistic about doing, and then instead they forego the squatting to bring up the weakness like we talked about you're going to make more money on your weaknesses and your strengths to mm-hmm. make a lot more progress
0: out of it, yeah, and I think there is like you can differentiate between like somebody who chooses. Workouts that kind of suits their what their needs are versus choosing workouts that they just like to do like the strength thing You know, it's I wouldn't necessarily say that's like a bad Intention to be like all right. I'm gonna I won't come on Tuesday because I want to get there on Thursday to work on my strength knowing that that's like a priority for you for your goals Um, But to skip something entirely just because you don't like to do it or because you know You're not gonna enjoy it or you're not good at doing it. Yeah, right. That's a different story and
1: I think it's just...
0: Um, it kind of feeds into the age-old
1: problem of uh, of uh, ego working out, ego exercising. You don't want to do things that you're bad at. You're like, I mean, It's not as gratifying as it sounds. Yeah. But what I found is there's been plenty of things, like everyone else in the world, that I've been terrible at. Terrible. I mean, there was a point where I could... I mean, I did garbage, whatever, muscle-ups. But what... What made up for that initial garbage was that through the exposure of doing it, that I that became my wheelhouse. And so knowing I, I started off garbage just like the rest of the world, and then I've developed through just doing it. I mean that that made made it so that it was well worth me just doing it day in and day out, regardless of what mm-hmm. what came up on the plate. And I look at it as a, an excellent opportunity to bring up that weakness.
0: Yeah, it's like a self reinforcing behavior too. If somebody like, chooses yeah. like, hey, I'm going to really commit to my muscle, right. and then they see it progress, because yeah. they show up for those days, they really hammer it, yeah. and then it's like, it, they can apply that process to any other movement, yeah. any other endeavor, really, even if it's outside of the car. Well, gym. that too, and
1: kind of tying into that, it's a humongous psychological victory, because if we're trying to establish, and we all know that consistency Is the is arguably the biggest recipe for the biggest ingredient for success there, and the recipe, right? Just coming in day and day out. But if you establish that you don't care what it is, if it's your the the biggest goat that you have, and you come in and you do the work, then that's a I mean a psychological victory itself of knowing doesn't matter rain or shine, movement you like or dislike, you're always going to come in and do it. That actually it 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 sets in with the brain. And, and it has a potent effect of knowing that doesn't matter if the, all, all the starters don't align. You're still going to come in and do and give what you have to give.
2: Yeah, and I think the psychological benefit of just CrossFit in general, showing up, doing hard things is hugely beneficial. And then you can even turn that up more if you're saying, oh, I hate burpees and running and today's workout is yeah. just burpees and running. If you show up to that day and you know push through it you complete it that's even more so of a, yeah. a, a psychological benefit than right. than skipping yeah um,
1: yeah a, go ahead so the other thing that I mean it's willpower is is never inexhaustible we can have a lot we can have a little but what I feel like that does is that builds the reservoir of willpower you have so
0: it's less likely to exhaust if you trained yourself to no matter what happened, you're going to come in and do it. Mm. And like, I guess on that saying no less, less of the willpower, more, less of the willpower, more of the idea of discipline is you can't, I, I necessarily wouldn't uh, say you're disciplined if you, just because you show up, if it's the things that you like to do, but yeah. you really can only be disciplined by doing something that you don't necessarily want to do. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. So like, to build your consistency isn't necessarily building your discipline if you're just like always choosing the workouts you like yeah. or the ones you're good at.
1: And the light at the end of the tunnel is what, what's likely to
0: happen is you'll turn those
1: dislikes into lights. And I think that's the beauty of all of this stuff is that we are, we're inevitably going to come, come across in CrossFit all sorts of movements that humble us. But we're kind of leveling up, like World of Warcraft, leveling up. The more we attack, the more skills that we develop, the higher levels we get. And we
0: go from whatever, a, a white belt to a black belt mm. over time. I had a conversation this weekend at the Rockingham competition, and uh, it was after, it was a pretty basic work, I was like running kettlebells, uh, lunges and swings. And uh, I don't necessarily remember the exact context, but there was another competitor there, and He's a, isn't it crazy that there's always something you could suck at in CrossFit? Yeah. And of he's course, pretty yeah. high level. And we just kind of got to talking about, you know, that it's like ingrained humility in the program, right? Yeah. In the methodology. There's always going to be something that you're not up to par with. Yeah. Even the best of the best. There's, well, there's I mean, something that they can improve. There's endless, yeah. if you're specializing in something, say just running or just, you know, a one rep bench press, like there's a kind of a cap of your yeah. potential, right? But with the breadth of things that you need to be able to be proficient at in CrossFit, it's really yeah. endless angles and endless directions that right. you can progress in.
1: And even if, let's say, you're perfect at every single movement, which would be impossible, but then there's then you can look at it the angle, are you perfect at, at pacing? Are you, are you perfect at um, breathing? Breathing, yeah, exactly. All sorts of different things that we can attack it from, but there's never any end to what we can improve on
2: what would you say to like someone who says i like the olympic lifts i don't like running i don't care about my like overall fitness mm. um,
0: i would send him i would send him the, <laughs> the hinge clip when he talked about rich froning when he first took on rich froning it was i think it was him and kalipa he was so this was like for those of you who don't know the story uh, kind of the top level athletes in CrossFit at the time, and they were not doing a ton of like running and long cardio, because this yeah. was kind of before that paradigm shift, and Chris Hinshaw, who's an endurance coach, long, like triathlete and um, Ironman and all that, came along and said, I want to put these guys on an actual endurance program, but was scared to see the results, because he didn't, he, he himself didn't know how it was going to pan out, and thought... Hey, I think I might ruin these guys. Like, I might screw up these guys' at their yeah. fitness in the world. I might ruin their strength. I new might. experiment, yeah. and I remember him saying when uh, Rich Froning PR'd like his five k or his whatever half marathon, his times on his endurance stuff as those increased, his one rep yeah. maxes increased. Yeah, and he said it's been pretty much the same across the board. It's kind of like opposite of what you would think. Right, but at that level of fitness, when it's when it's can uh consistent across the board increasing um as you increase your aerobic fitness your anaerobic fitness is going to have more more ability well, it speaks to the
1: the methodology too because we talk about like we're doing initially doing some type of fundamentals then we're doing we're talking about how your um oxidative affects your glycolytic affects your creatine phosphate and all those help each other done done well so if that makes sense to me. When we're trying to be as well-rounded as, as possible, that they're going to complement each other. Mm-hmm. And
0: everyone, the athlete that you're, put, the example you gave, Eric, if they're like, I just want to be strong, then maybe that's like, maybe you should try powerlifting. Right. You know what I mean? That's if, what I was gonna if say. If there's yeah, like yeah. just a stalwart, yeah. I don't want to. I don't care about right. my lungs and my heart. They, and they really are just a dug in the sand. Okay, then. Yeah. You yeah. should do Power Olympic lifting then. Yeah, or you right. yourself. So it's yeah, better. but for so the average better. CrossFitter, I think it's more so they just don't right. enjoy that, right? Or so or a right. runner who doesn't enjoy right. lifting heavy, but it's like well, you will see the benefit yeah. if you just do it. You will see the benefit, right. and it's going to help the other thing that you like to do, right? But okay. Do
1: they really have a passion for Olympic lifting, or are they just dislike? Yeah, stuff, Right, that's
2: what I would say. Is I'd probably like go to their goals. Like, do you want to be healthy? Do you want to be as fit as possible ro- well rounded like are those your goals then yeah. like you need to figure out a way to show up you, you do not processing. mind being dash
0: walking down the street right? <laughs> right. is that something that you can live with or? right and it's it's coming around too with like the world class powerlifters 20 years ago would never do most of them would never do any conditioning work right because yeah. they thought it was pointless but like science is supporting that doing something is better you don't have to be running well, marathons
1: you came along and changed that philosophy yeah too.
0: you gotta get your heart rate up yeah the better your aerobic system works the better you're going to be able to have power output yeah when you're lifting weights and vice versa so
1: and he's created some of the most monstrous men on the planet say, so he so. had something
0: that he did right there yeah
2: yeah yeah, yeah so I'd, I'd say it comes back to your goals and you know, if your goals are to be just an Olympic lifter, you don't care about health, you don't care yeah. if you get out of breath going upstairs, then. Hopefully, so don't have go, kids and you yeah. to
1: chase around because they're going to run circles around you. Again. <laughs> right.
2: So, in that case, like, yeah, maybe just do Olympic lifting, do powerlifting. But I think most people, when it comes down to it in the long run, like everybody wants to be healthy. Like, no one wants to be just yeah. in a wheelchair or, you know, sitting on a couch at age 60. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, some people are, to, they just want to lift and I guess you can't, you can't push your values on them. I mean, i say fall, <laughs> if
1: they jet, if they sincerely have a passion for Olympic lifting, I yeah. have no objections to them and I'll help you in whatever way I can. Right. But I don't think that, that covers the lion's share of people by far. Right. <laughs> but the, the one, now movement specific, I know a lot of times, here's what my, my opinion in a, on people that avoid running, because that's probably, I'd say, Maybe the most common one that people like to stay away from if there's a heaping dose of running, especially if it's only running. But I feel my two cents on that is that I 100% feel you're failing as a human. as That's our God-given gift if you can't run. like We're the best endurance animals on the planet. We cannot run horses and not run, um, we cannot run gazelle if you give us a long enough distance. So if you avoid running, it's a travesty of, of your own humanity. You
0: no. Know, oh. Put it on a t-shirt.
2: <laughs> no, yeah, I, I agree there is something like just innate in us that we're meant to run and climb and yeah. you know, so lift
0: things, yeah. throw things, climb things like these are all specifically designed for this mechanism that we call a body and Right. Yeah, that's what cross why CrossFit is so amazing and and useful is it uses all those things, right? Yeah. It doesn't just take one All right, we can lift things, so let's only lift things. Or we can run, let's only run. We have this amazing capacity for generalists as a species, right? So why not have a lifestyle and a program that turns all those switches on instead of just a couple of them?
2: And we do live in a world now where maybe we'll never have to run. So, like, you know, that argument, you know, doesn't stand. But it's also, also,
1: and I think if we have to run, most have to have to run. Right. It's usually an emergency. It's right. kind of like guns. It's right. Like it's better to what do they say? It's better to have one and not need it than need it and not have it. Right. Right. So you should have that in your tool belt to be able to do. It's not right. Like it, it would be overwhelming of a problem to. Right. To, to develop.
2: Yeah, that, that's what I was going to say. Is it's you may not have to do it. It might not come up ever in this world, but there the chances that you will have to run at some point are pretty high yeah so like
0: or lift something how off are you going to rescue that right.
1: that bus full of orphans when they're a mile My away God. and you got word <laughs> over the radio you have to run and save them
0: exactly yeah Should <laughs> just do a whole episode of ridiculous <laughs> with no film.
1: soundtrack too there's no <laughs> airpods or nothing you just got to do it
0: childless tri- <laughs> and maybe you're no wearing lifters your lifters
2: <laughs> 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 just gotta
1: happen this is it yeah
0: Yeah. Um, so I hopefully that motivates people to not cherry pick workouts anymore just scare tactics
2: yeah no yeah. i didn't i mean there's so much benefit to not cherry picking like it, it it's not even a a question in my mind anymore to cherry pick i think maybe in the beginning i might have you know been like oh that, that workout seems horrible but you know now it's like almost the opposite where there's a workout that looks horrible i don't want to do it those are the ones that i'm gonna yeah. really fight to show up for but i think it. that's an
0: evolution of, yeah. of an athlete as well wow. and a person like to bring it back to the psychological it's like that is that's not just what you do with exercise yeah there's i guarantee you nine out of ten people if you zoom out oh, yeah. into their life right that's a pattern that repeats with everything absolutely so i don't want to confront this thing because it's gonna be uncomfortable so i'm just gonna not do it yeah or i'm not even gonna look at it or I'm Gonna sweep it under the carpet and right. pretend like I don't suck at doing cleans right. or yeah. whatever. And it's
2: just it's not a great uh, long term strategy to be right. successful. A first life, life habit. Yeah, you know. yeah. Cause, so, especially because I write the workouts. Like if I if I write something that's just horrible, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> screw screw it.
0: Yeah. Area programs, programs running and <laughs> muscle every day. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that would be it. Right <laughs> again, for
1: <400 laughs> <round? laughs> what well, I, I think, there's a good opportunity with, with with when you look at those workouts that you would tend to avoid. I think it's a good opportunity to ask yourself why you avoid them, right? Because there's probably some some glaring reason why. Like you're not good at it. Of course, when It comes down to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we of course, if we're good at something, we don't like it. So then using that, those days as a chance to develop the skill. I mean, not just in the workout, there's not a whole lot of skill developing when I mean, you're going hard and heavy in the workout. But if you can get in there, whatever, 10 minutes early, and every time that skill comes up, you're 10 minutes early working on it before, well, hopefully before, you're going to be pretty exhausted after, and that's when you can develop skills. Mm-hmm. So if you see those, then use those, pad yourself perhaps a little extra time to get better at it before,
0: and those over time, that's can that skill is going to improve. And this, this is give, gives me a reminder of two things. One being, uh, for somebody who might be in this situation, I think if you're worried about the judgment of sucking at something in public, right, in front yeah. of the coach, in front of the class, just know that a good coach, and especially our community here, is going to be much more respectful of you coming and trying, and we, we see you struggle through something. Yeah. Right? You're working at it. That's what you're here to do. We don't expect everybody to do it, everything right off the bat, and definitely not well. That's why you came here. Yeah. Um, so the judgment piece, like, you got to kind of remove that. And then for the other thing that reminded me of was, like, these higher-level athletes, maybe it's a self-judgment. Like, I look a certain way. I'm proficient at all these things, but I have this glaring hole, and I can't be seen. Yeah. I can't be, like, placing top – thousand in the open and not have double unders. Yeah. So I'm just never gonna have anybody we're see never, me work that expose
1: it to anyone. Like right. keep
0: that's a secret at my house. Like there was a what was that? There was a girl that made it to the games and she was like really, really fit to the point where she I think she might have like been top five or something one year and then they did like a deficit and push up workout and she couldn't do one yeah and they're like how did somebody get this far with she just that never always
1: avoided enough.
0: and probably a case to experience. me it was like probably that like a, a self-judgment of like how how is how is everything else up here right. and this is down there i'm just gonna look away
1: this mm. is a potent diagnostic of what you're weak at it'll get discovered if you spend enough time doing it so yeah it's then, and then through cherry picking of course it's gonna be brought to the surface if you ever have to do it where you don't have a choice of doing it or not.
2: Okay. Right. What about the other argument where if they say I can't do a I can't I don't have the mobility to do an overhead squat mm, yeah. or I can't, you know, do a pull up or something like mm-hmm. that. Well, what would you say yeah. to someone like that?
0: I mean this is your huh, this is yeah. your domain All right. Well I I think absolutely that's what again,
1: like Tyler was saying, that's why you came here. Because mm-hmm. it's not something you have to navigate through on your own. The, the, the beauty of this gym, of course, there's great value in the community of this gym. But I think the greater value even is the coaching. So if there's always something that you can't do, there's going to be a variation that you can. So if it, you can't do pull-ups, fine, that's normal. I'd say at least uh, probably half the people in here can't do pull-ups. Or you can't do squats, you No, know, you can't be in the bottom of an overhead squat. That's normal too. We can figure out a variation there's endless amounts of variations there's got to be something that we can get close to as far as it's going to give you a similar stimulus
2: yeah that's that's what i would say is that we'll, we'll always be able to find a modification i mean we've had people in wheelchairs um you know people who can barely walk and we can yeah. come up with modifications right. and um and i think the 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 thought of like, Oh, this might be embarrassing. I'm going to be the only one doing something different. Like, yeah. you know, that
1: what everyone's doing, right. There's no one really doing the same version right. of things. Right? Yeah.
2: Everybody should be doing, no one's the same. So everybody should be doing some yeah. different version of it. And just, it just because yours might be a different implement or, yeah. you know, something else, nothing wrong with that.
0: I got a, like a fun coaching moment. Like, you know, High point when uh, I had a, this older athlete who I coach every every day who came in with really limited mobility. Um, and there's an overhead squat day, and the first I think it was probably her first class with overhead squats. It was like we couldn't even get the PVC, you know, it was like just kind of start from literal square one. Yeah. And uh maybe a couple weeks ago, she said, We've been working on mobility and all this. She came and she was all jacked up that it was an overhead squat day, and she said, I really can't wait to. Um, work on my wall squats today because I, yeah. I had her doing like squat therapy on the wall. Yeah, she's yeah. like, I knew I needed to show up today to work right. on my wall. That's squat. an amazing. Attitude so she's to excited to do yeah. something that's in the progression because she knows, hey, if I nail this, then I can get on a PVC yeah. pipe. If I nail that, then I can get on the training bar. I nail that, I can get on a barbell. That's so. Well, as sees, coach, I think for athletes, is, they see the progression. It right? gives me chills to hear some, would someone say like that's, that's, that's awesome, yeah. you know. And it's also part of the coach's job to. Be like, all right, this is your starting point, but this is the next step is this. The next step is that. The next step is here, and connect the dots. And then, oh, this is how I'm not going to just wall squat forever.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think it's good to have some trust um, in the coaches that, like, I think all of us have some emotional investment in them doing well. Mm -hmm. Right? I want them to do well sometimes more than they want themselves to do well. Mm -hmm. So if you you, uh, just take a little bit of faith in the fact that we, through our experience, have a good way to get you there probably much more so because of our experience than they do themselves that we're trying as hard as we can to get them safely to a, a more
0: advanced level of what they're doing
1: and
2: yeah it yeah. to be more efficient and you got to well. show
1: up to make yeah.
0: that happen so that's like
2: yeah that, be here that's probably part of why cherry picking is such a pit, like pet peeve of mine is because like i I want people to get better so bad, and if they're if they're doing things that prevent them from yeah, exactly, getting better, yeah. it's it's like, like, it like it really makes me. I mean, I, I've gotten
1: beyond getting, taking it personally, but right. I'm like, man, I just want them to grow. <laughs> right, I want them to have some right. some progress
0: here. It's like yeah. when an athlete has like a nagging injury and they just refuse to get it like MRI or they refuse to see a PT or get a chiropractor yeah. or anything oh yeah you know, I'm just like it's just been yeah. like this for a while I'm like well, it's been like that for six months <laughs> Well, that's this not is normal little, That subject, but, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: like yeah. when yeah.
1: someone tells me oh my I, they can't do this and that with my elbow or my shoulder the first question I ask is oh okay what, are you, what, what are you doing for it? right
2: How are you usually you nothing and it's like
1: well I've been resting it, and then I'm like well I mean I don't necessarily say this but I'm like I don't have a lot of empathy for you because <laughs> yeah. you know we harp on it we, we beat it dead that you got, if you have something come up, you've got to address the issue, not just kind of passively rest yeah. and hope it gets better. Right? Right. So if you do have those things, like if you're active about doing it, it's going to resolve itself, or you're going to improve positioning or whatever, this and that, five times, ten times faster than if you're just hoping one day it magically it heals itself, it gets better. Right. You know? Yeah. There was, uh, shoot, what was I? Oh yeah, With now with that being said, I think this is a, a good segue into, if kind of on the theme of that, one of the biggest things that we do is, I think the biggest, the biggest benefit you get from here is the coaching, right? So I think if some of you guys that are just really hung up on some things, one thing that I think that would skyrocket the progress is if the, the group classes... Don't seem like it's quite enough coaching because let's say we have ten people, you're getting split between five, ten percent of the coach's attention. Then the, it might be a good option to go see about like getting some one on one training. And then if you're really trying to hammer down whatever type of problem you're trying to overcome with through technique, then
0: that could be I mean astonishingly beneficial mm, right. to really getting it. And that's, like, the cherry picking can be an indicator. It's like, hey, I never see you here on a day when we run. Yeah. Let's do a, a session on running. Let's right. teach you the pose method so that yeah. you feel a little more confident and, and motivated to come on right. those days.
1: Right. In my own
0: history, like, I, in
1: the uh, the beginning days of CrossFit, I mean, I had to learn everything myself in the beginning. And I didn't do it. I had never had any coaching with Olympic lifting. And then I finally, after I, after I got my level one, went to a gym, had an Olympic lifting coach. And I cannot believe, I made more progress in one week than I had years before. Years before. I like a one-on-one coach. So it just, it blew my mind how much better I got and how, te- like in retrospect, how terrible I was because I just didn't know what I was doing. But I think that can be extrapolated out on all these, the, this, this endless amount of things that we can want to improve upon. If you wanted to have that progress just absolutely shot to the roof, I think that's an excellent means of doing it. And the fact that I think the mindset changes because it's very easy if we go to a we go to a coach for one-on-one, then you, most likely you're going there with a very coachable attitude because you're seeking that out. Right. In a group class, sometimes we we want to focus too much on performing well. There's other people there, It's a competitive element. But when you you can drop all that by the wayside and know like whatever we're doing there is all about exactly what I should We're going right. to give you what you need not what you want
2: yeah it is like the group classes even though they shouldn't be it should be a training session but a lot of people might think of it as game day yeah exactly in in a class setting whereas yeah one-on-one it's like right it's it's purely training like you're not there's nothing nothing beyond that which is which is a good setting and Um, all that
1: undivided attention from the coach is just powerful very powerful yeah
2: yeah, especially with things like rope climbs, Olympic lifts, double unders—like just there's so many progressions and skills yeah. that a that a coach could individualize and give to you one-on-one and spend yeah. half hour, forty-five minutes yeah. just with you—is uh, yeah, it's priceless. I mean, I wish I
1: could clone myself and put like five different versions. Everywhere. I can handle
2: that.
0: Place would be burned down. <laughs>
1: be riots.
0: <laughs> Anarchy everywhere. Right.
1: Uh, All
0: right. I think that covers most of the bases.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Bottom line: don't cherry pick. Just yeah. come
1: in, show Do up. Work. Yeah. We'll get through it
2: together. Damn right. Every time you cherry pick, those across a the ferry yeah. loses its wings. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I wanted to come up with one I couldn't fast <laughs> enough. Right. I thought it was going to be a little more morbid than that, but I'm glad. Yeah. That it didn't go there. We'll go there. Yeah. <laughs> Let's keep it
1: g-rated yeah. All right. All right. We're at the next See, time. Good one. Breathe <laughs>